0: Hello and welcome to Winning in Work, the podcast taking you from rat race to happy place. Winning in Work is all about showcasing inspirational career journeys and proving that you really can love the work you do and do the work you love. Follow me, Nikki Thomas, international career coach and podcast host, as we meet the amazing people who have created lives they love. Our show guests are no different to anyone else in this world, but they do have a dream and they know they can make their dreams a reality. If you want a career and life you love, subscribe and follow this podcast and join us as we prove it is possible to win in work. Hi, welcome to Winning in Work. And today I've got Gillian Bullock with me. Um, hi, Gillian. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you? Very well, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so um, Gillian is a known as a certified LinkedIn specialist. She is... Um, so she is a LinkedIn indep- independent LinkedIn expert, shall we say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and is the LinkedIn ninja, uh, from down under. <laughs> yes. That's it. So, um, Gillian actually has a, a background of, over over twenty years, in that right, Gillian? Oh. Oh, showing the age. <laughs> yes, I did.
1: I did about ten years in the corporate world before I started my business, and my business has been going
0: nineteen years now. So awesome! I'm old. <laughs> it's fantastic. So you've been you've been pretty much in sort of working with LinkedIn from the moment that it began. Oh, almost! In fact,
1: as we're recording this today, it is LinkedIn's 18th year anniversary. Oh my god! And um, I put out a post this morning to celebrate that. And um, as you do, and I, I, you know, to to encourage engagement and all that sort of thing, I put down, you know, how long I've had a profile for, which was I had to look up again and just double check. Um, and then, you know, ask, ask who's reading it, how long they've had their profile for. Um, and it's 13 years for me. So wow. So I'm never usually a super early adopter with things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of early days. Some of my clients are yet to register an account. I was speaking to somebody just yesterday and she manages an account for somebody, um, but logs in via them. So wow. it was like, well, where's yours? Oh, I don't have one yet. <laughs> I'm always shocked. I'm always shocked. when That's They bad. still haven't registered one. But
0: Yeah. I still can't believe that LinkedIn's 18 years old. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, in my head, I mean, I'm trying to think about when I hit the working world. And, yeah, that was about, that must have been about 18 years ago. And LinkedIn's always been, There, but it was more of a CV tool, wasn't it? When we first, when it first came out, so yeah, you could actually
1: upload your CV as a Word document into it, and then that would populate the um, the different fields. God, that was was one of the first (laughs) the first adaptations of it. Yeah,
0: this is (laughs) this is the thing. LinkedIn has actually come so far in the last eighteen years, or actually even in the last what, say five five years. I think is sort of its. It sort yeah. of really hit its stride, hasn't it? Really? Yeah.
1: Well, when when I started when I started teaching it, which would be around eleven years ago, um, you know, you would you would go and have conversations with people face to face. Back when we could do face to face, you know, easily, <laughs> um, and there were still people going LinkedIn. What's that? And so it was not. It was definitely not a household name. Mm. Um, and so, I would have to explain to people what it is, and of course, you know eleven years later that's not even that's not even a thing people if they don't have a profile um are doing that by choice they they still know about it mm. um, but there was also a i've never gone into the career side of of LinkedIn you know helping people get jobs or helping organizations get the right candidate um and so originally that was very much a what? You can use it for something else. Um, and now, of course, the stats that come out um, from LinkedIn is, you know, 94% of B2B marketers find LinkedIn their number one source. So, yeah, a huge, huge um, change in, in over a decade. Humongous. So it's, uh, which is great because I don't have to educate the market at all now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, mm, yeah. those conversations just don't happen. It's more, the conversations are more to do with, hey, I've hired this other three people to help me with lead generation and I've paid them a lot of money and I still have never had one lead. It's those conversations now.
0: So... <laughs> it is huge, isn't it, for B2B and yeah, yes, getting new business.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: But is. how does, I mean, my biggest thing with LinkedIn at the moment is I get sold to all the time. Um it drives me insane. Um, so I actually have got to a point now where most of the time I won't even read, my, read those messages because they are just in mail after in mail of people trying to sell something to me. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably the downside to what's happened to LinkedIn over time is that there's loads of people that don't know how to use the system using it.
1: Yes, very true. Um, and if you want a little tiny insight into that, I can help you right now on the spot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How I know it that? is. How yes. Okay. So I've just gone over to your profile and right at the top under your name, you've got founder and coach. Okay. Mm-hmm. is your first two words. And then your title of your experience section is also founder and coach. So when people are trying to use LinkedIn. in in a very basic salesy way, they look for specific things. So they're looking for directors, founders, uh, managing directors, um, things like that. So you're coming up really, really easily in search for all the spammers.
0: Right. Okay. (laughs) So we can
1: talk about that uh, further if you like after after this recording. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah. So you're you're sort of left yourself vulnerable for the spammers.
0: But what happens if I? I guess where I'm at is what happens if I if I actually that's that's who I am. That's my job title because I know there'll be loads of people listening that are going. Well, I am managing directors. I am. Sure. You know, these people. So, how do you change okay. it? So, sure. that you're...
1: Okay. so, essentially, you know, I'm, I'm according to, you know, ASIC paperwork um, and and the tax department and all that sort of thing. I am a director of my company mm. and my husband's also on there. Not that he's done a thing in 19 <laughs> years, but, you know, he's there. Um, so, yes, I am a director of the company, but I'm actually a LinkedIn trainer. So that's what's on my profile rather than director because the director part only needs to really come up when I'm doing official legal paperwork. Now, some people also might be listening to this going, no, 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 I want to be known as a director. And it's like, okay, that's fine. So how about you put that in the text rather than the places on LinkedIn that Mm -hmm. LinkedIn scans for in results for all the spammers?
0: That's a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. I love that one. (laughs) I love it. So we need to be found
1: first by the algorithms Mm. before we convince the humans. So when you're getting all these consistent spammy messages, it's because you're coming up in the search by the algorithms first. So let's not help the algorithms find you as the potential spam recipient.
0: Yeah. I like that. That <laughs> makes like a that? lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Because actually that is a really good point because LinkedIn does have a fantastic search function. Okay. And so it does. Yeah. You put yourself oh. out there as someone that wants to be found and you'll be found.
1: Yeah. So by you're, you know, matters. looking at your profile, you want to be found for as a, a career success coach and a speaker and a podcaster. Mm. So nothing of that has to do with you being a founder.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's very true. Although, <laughs> although the only thing I'd be worried about is then will I get spammed by other people <laughs> that are looking for people that work, that do podcasts or people that do career coaching. But I suppose that's it's, the thing. It's a significant reduction. Yeah. Significant
1: reduction. Yeah. I mean, look, I still get, I still get messages. And in, in my case, you know, I love it when I get some sort of spammy message Um, especially when first name doesn't work and it says, hi, first name. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) God, yeah. Um, But when it does actually say, Jillian, and somebody's saying, you know, I can help you get more leads from LinkedIn. And, of course, my answer to that is, well, clearly you haven't read my profile. And if you like, I can help you learn how to use LinkedIn properly so you're not spamming people and getting them really um, peed off, shall we say. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's kind of fun just to reverse it sometimes.
0: Actually, you're right. This actually turning it around to make it a bit more of a jokey thing and not yeah. to get so pent up about spam messages. But maybe, yeah. I know it's time consuming, but maybe to actually take the fun you know, enjoy the fun of it and come back with something witty. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> One of the funniest ones I got, one, one of the most memorable ones I got is, is a, a connection request
1: that was personalized, which was great. And then the very next message was um, nine different posts And I thought, oh "Oh my gosh, you know, it takes you two or three minutes to read through a post and then work out whether you're going to answer or think about it or, you know, whatever. Maybe some people listening are faster readers than me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's not two or three minutes, right? But I don't know this person yet at all. And they want me to spend, you know, probably 20 minutes going through nine posts. Like, are you serious? Mm. And so I flatly said that. I said, I don't know you you're asking a lot from me. And at the moment you haven't established that you know what I do, that you're interested in any content that I've put out, that, you know, we have have no direction of discussion, but you want something from me already. And he was flabbergasted and he came back and he said, I've never thought of it that way. Thank you so much. What would you suggest? And I said, well, what I would suggest would take way longer than what I can type. So perhaps we should go on a call one day. And he said, How about now? And it was about seven o'clock at night for me. So I was like, okay. And so we went on a Zoom straight away and he became a client. Wow. So <laughs> Okay. That I mean that's my <laughs> quickest turnaround. But, you know, it's it's possible to start a meaningful full conversation with someone that's just ignorant to the way that LinkedIn should work.
0: Yeah. I mean, you are in a good position for that, but yeah. I am.
1: <laughs> yes, granted. But it doesn't kind of matter what you do. Mm. If you're willing to just respond to it and say, hey, come on, are you serious? They can Something can come out of that.
0: Yeah. And actually, we probably need to be more like that on social media as a whole, to, you know, rather than sort of the negativity and all of the other things that can come up from it. Yeah. Actually, we just need to start treating people like, like people.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. It, LinkedIn has gone very much, um, you know, because there's so many LinkedIn training mavericks out there. When I first started, there was probably five in Australia. I think there's like five in my suburb now. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, no word of a lie. And it's it's one of those things where, somebody has a little bit of success with LinkedIn and then goes, you know what, I could train other people how to do this. And so it becomes their thing, (laughs) right? But then human nature is to have shortcuts and let's make this more efficient and bigger and better and wider. And, you know, so therefore there's all these bots now that can do this stuff. Yes, There's 90 98 that I know of that are officially banned by LinkedIn and that they're actively looking for. Um, And if they catch you with them, uh, they used to just send you a message and say, hey, you're using, you know, Duck Soup or LinMail Pro or whatever it is. Um, We would like you to, uh, um, what's it called, like get rid of it from your browser, uh, unsubscribe and then delete it and then we'll let you back in. Well, now they just shut your account. So wow. If you've okay. been blacklisted for anything else, they'll, they'll just shut your account down. So you've, you've spent years building it up to 20,000 connections and then it's gone overnight. So is that worth it? Um, and Microsoft, when they bought it out in June 2016, they had a lot more, um, different engineers and existing software that was very anti spam. So they were actually able to, uh, identify and also bring in um, things that were able to, you know, just delete the accounts straight away. There was there was a lot of changes in the back end when Microsoft boarded out. A lot of changes.
0: Mm. Um,
1: yeah. Mm. It's
0: such a different platform to what it was before Microsoft had it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like another one that was a big change was that, that LinkedIn has always had that 30,000 first connection limit. They've always had it. But... Mm. They actually didn't have the software to um, enforce it, which is, sounds oh. bizarre, but mm. yes, they didn't have it. So there was a, a gentleman in India that used to claim to be the most connected person on LinkedIn back in the day. And he did. He had about 200,000 connections and he was able to you know push it past thirty thousand, so when Microsoft took over, they had something that they brought in some software or brainy engineers, and they were actually able to um, you know i 'd want to say physically stop it, but it 's software release, stop it <laughs> hmm. um, and actually enforce the limit and What they did for these people that had done that is they just randomly chose the 170,000 that were connected that was past the limit and, and deleted them. So they left the guy with 30,000. Wow. But he had no say in who it was. So some people are like, oh, why can't they just raise it above the 30,000 connections? And it's like, well, it's actually a, a, a server issue. It's a, it's a limitation on the servers. So you should have been playing in LinkedIn before 2016 if you wanted to, if you wanted to do that.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I think that's, that's exactly it. It's playing on LinkedIn and it's about, it is about playing the game. And I think that's actually one of the things that I think we forget with, with any form of social media actually is that everything that we do on the computer, every single app that we have on our phones, absolutely everything is a game. It's, it's, play, it's playing space. a system.
1: Yeah. It's rented space. And it, I mean, it's a great idea to regularly download your CSV file from your your connections that you have on LinkedIn. Um, of course, they won't give you the email addresses anymore, mm. but um, it, it's, reg, it's great to back it up um, regularly so that if something did go astray, you've at least got a list to start with again. Mm. Um, and you know you could go through it and go okay well I've got you know 20,000 first level connections let me sort out this CSV file which essentially for those playing at home will turn into an Excel spreadsheet um, and go well you know if I had to start from scratch again let's sort this spreadsheet out in terms of my home country first for example and let's start there because that's, that's where you primarily play for a lot of people. Um, others, of course, would go, no, 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 I only service the US market from New Zealand or Australia or whatever. And that's cool, but at least it gives you a place to start again. If LinkedIn closed you down right now and you didn't have that backup, where do you start? It's, mm. it's a long road to try and start again after 10 years of networking on a rented space. So yeah. There's a there's another tip for young players.
0: <laughs> That's really <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, it when is, you think it? you spend... It's and well. it's been going for 18 years. I know I've definitely been on LinkedIn for over a decade for sure. And mm-hmm. just to think if you lost all of your connections, you wouldn't know... You wouldn't remember everybody, and then to even to connect, the other person has to consent. So they have to consent again. And I'm sure there are some connections that I got by fluke back in the day (laughs) when when LinkedIn wasn't really a big thing. That Mm. if I tried to connect with them now, they probably wouldn't connect with me. So yeah, I
1: know. Yeah, I've got a couple of first connections that are, um, yeah, that like they're like influencers. Um, Mm. There's only a few, but uh, there, there's no, there's no way they connect with me again now. <laughs> I knew them when they were just starting out on LinkedIn, um, and so they were, you know, interested in, in you know, my trainings or whatever, um, or at least the free content. And now they've, you know, they've got two and a half million followers. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but I'm, I can, I can do a screenshot to prove I'm a first connection with you, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if that's well, you will not you won't if uh linkedin remove you
1: <laughs> no, no, Yeah, exactly exactly. and and we've had no contact since so
0: <laughs> yeah
1: they don't they don't really give me the time of day anymore but if if it if it came to my i needed an ego boost for the day i could certainly do a screenshot and go "Ooh, i'm first connections with you know, <laughs> such <laughs> and such person <laughs>
0: oh yeah i have to say you've given you've given some absolute gems actually on uh already um But in terms of being able to set your profile apart from loads of other people, Mm. I, I mean, there are, and to really sort of make your name, make your name in LinkedIn, as it were. Yes. um, How, what would say, what's your biggest, I'd say, what's your biggest don't? What's something that you see people do that you just go, ah, why do you people do this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why, oh Why? (laughs) Um, yeah. Okay. So, so probably the, the, the quickest, easiest ones to, to deal with is what's called the top box. So if you, if you notice on LinkedIn, most of, you know, to do with your profile is like a white background, but there's a slightly grayed out background behind it. Right. And then they're, they're, they're all sectioned in little boxes. So the top box is basically the, the very visual background, cover image, your photo, name, um, and then, you know, that you've got a 500-plus connections um, headline. That's basically it, right? Mm. So this is sort of the first impressions um, section, if you if you will. So when people leave that big background cover image blank in the default, it's like, mm. why? <laughs> why, oh, why? Um, w- yeah, what are they thinking to do that? Because it's like a big billboard. Somebody is, you know, sort of driving past your profile and will get an impression of you. So what's the impression you want to leave? Now, you've, you've spent some time on yours, Nikki, so, you know, can, we can see that. But, you know, let's just go the very, very basic first level. You could have uploaded, um, you know, an aerial shot of New Zealand, for example, or, the, you know, a bridge of the city that you're in or, you know, something very, very basic like that. Mm. Um, and I would say do that just to, just to you know, tick the box if you don't have time to do something that's a lot better like you have. So, that would be one thing. It, it, it should be, I mean, in an ideal world and with the time and you've got 20 minutes to spend on it, you should be putting something there that's about you know, it tells a bit of a story about what you do so that people get an instant recognition of going like just in case they've only left founder. <laughs> <The era>. Yeah. <laughs> founder of what? Like what is it that you do? Are you a dentist? Are you you know, what is it? Yeah. So, um and it just gives that initial first impression straight away. So there's that. Um the headshot itself just because you've uploaded a headshot doesn't mean it's visible. So there's four settings in crazy LinkedIn land. They've got four different settings on the visibility um, of your of your headshot. Ah. Yeah, which is I crazy because you upload it so you think it's fine, right? You, mm. you had every intention for everybody to see it. But if it's uploaded and it's only to my network, which is the first one, then that means somebody has to be a first connection to see it. Otherwise, you're just a grey head avatar. Right, the, yeah. The way to check that is to actually go to people's own profile, click on your own face, and check the little eyeball icon, which is visibility. So, if you had the intention that it could be seen for everybody, including indexed on Google, if people Google your name, then put it to public. Okay, so that, that's, that's a
0: standout to start with. Um, is it that by default or do you, you actively have to do that? Um, I don't remember ever doing it. I've just always had it, I think. It, yours is on public, is it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not a default. Um, mm, and okay. in, you know, 12, <laughs> 13 years, I'm still trying to work out what the default was and there doesn't <laughs> seem to be any one setting. Right. So it just seems to randomly pick stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so everyone needs to be checking everyone
1: to make sure. Yeah, unless they've yeah. deliberately done it before. Yeah, go and check yeah. that. Um yeah. And then, you know, there probably the the next one is you know, you've actually got your maiden name there, I'm presuming Thomas was your maiden name. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So that's that's brilliant. Um every woman listening to this that put up a put up their profile initially and then then have got married since should have that so i was married years before i had a linkedin profile so i've only ever been known in my business with my married name so uh-huh. there's no point in putting my maiden so um have a think about think about that there's also um you know, if there's people that are called something, so like if we've got somebody listening that's, that's Michael but the only person that ever calls him Michael is his mother and everybody else calls him Mike, you can also use that, that um, previous name feature that's not just a maiden name. So he can put Mike in brackets uh, so that yeah. when people are searching, it comes up for both. So whether they're searching by Michael or searching by Mike, it'll still come up.
0: Ah, cool. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, I think I've got a, um, you know, a couple of clients that, that, you know, their, their, their first name is quite long and it's like, that's only on taxation forms kind of thing. And so, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the same sort of thing. Um, and then the next one is the the headline. So where you had, you know, the default when you fill out your profile is that it asks for your title, which of course we put down founders or directors or something like that. And it says, not anymore. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, of course it asks for what's the name of your uh, company you work for or the company you own. And so you would put, you know, winning in work and that becomes the default of the headline. And this is where, of course, it doesn't mean that much. I mean, yours is not too bad. You can get a gist of the name of the company, but you know, let's take lawyers for example. And we've got, you know, Smith, Jones, and and Pack as the yeah. law firm. What does that mean? It, it doesn't have the word lawyer in it. It doesn't even say that you do commercial law. It doesn't say anything. So when you're director at Smith, Jones, and Pack. It means nothing. So you will never get found for commercial law or anything like that. So that's, that's just the, you know, that, that has you stand out straight away is by changing at least the first thing we look at when we come over first impressions of your LinkedIn. And you'd be, you'd be surprised how many people don't do at least their background cover image. Yes it's incredibly high incredibly high and an easy one to to have a look at it is if you went to uh, those are playing at home um, and not doing uh, driving heavy machinery <laughs> don't do this while you're doing that but um, if you click on my network and scroll down to people you may know and just scan your eyes over there's there's literally eight profiles there right now and two have something on their background cover image and the rest are all the default. So I'm I'm wow. not bothered to look because they're dull and they're, you know, mm. it's, it just stands out with actually doing something on those, the, the most visually appealing um, area of LinkedIn.
0: But that's the thing, isn't it? It's a really good point is that, you know, just from a cover photo, it it is effectively your shop window. Absolutely. It, you know, who you are on LinkedIn, whether it's you're looking for a job or you are a business, you know, you're a business owner, I suppose. Or even if you own a company, you almost want all of your employees to have a good LinkedIn presence because they are effectively every single one of those people will be your shop window.
1: Yes. Yes. And when I do in-house training and you always get people that resistance because by law, they own their own profile that's 100% true. Okay. Hmm. But it's kind of saying things like, okay, well, I'll design my own business card because yes, I work for you, but I I don't want to do that business card. I don't want to have your logo on the business card and then use your fonts and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And if I get a work car that's, you know, branded down the side, I, I don't want that colors you know, it's, it's just not negotiable. <laughs> it's like the uniforms and stuff like that. You know, you say, oh, I'm not going to wear the uniform. <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm yeah. sorry, then you're not going to work here. So my stance on it when I go to, um, you know, and go do in-house training is like, when you're working for a company, you represent them. Yes, it's your profile. You're still a person, but this is an extension of a business card. So whilst you work there it would be a great idea to help the company brand itself just like on your business cards. And then the moment you quit and you tell your boss to shove it up their jumper, <laughs> then you go and dump all the cards in the um, the bin on the way out and you change your LinkedIn profile as soon as you get home. It's, you know, and say so you no longer work there. Um, it's the same thing. You can You can dump both. Don't forget to give the keys back to the car. Well, <laughs> I <still have> to.
0: <laughs> but that's actually, yeah, that's it. I, I found that, yeah, I've worked, I worked across actually multiple law firms. Um, and each one, yeah. your LinkedIn, you become almost a chameleon because your LinkedIn profile, while it still has who you are mm. and you've still got your personality in there slightly, slightly, um, <laughs> Everything is kind of managed by you know the color scheme and everything, and what you do post is largely pushed by what your company would like you to push yeah
1: yeah it 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 all does come down to uh, social media policies and and how tight the um the reins are for senior management so they they can there's some organizations that are quite liberal um, and they're like well, while you push our content we 're very we're, um, you know, very grateful for that. So feel free to, you know, also post about your pug breeding <laughs> sideline hustle business that you do from home. Um, and they're happy to mm. to do that because they understand that it is your profile as well. But others are like, don't you post anything that's not, you know, directly from
0: the company page. So Yeah, you really do need to make sure that your company, I mean, your company cannot run your LinkedIn. No. But I mean to a certain extent, you need to make sure that their social media policy isn't saying that you lose your voice and you lose your own profile. Absolutely. I mean, there is there is the term personal
1: branding.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, whether they actually embrace that or they've morphed it into some sort of weird self-serving definition of that.
0: Mm. But I mean, that, It isn't. Mm. Yeah. It is a thin, I I think it's a really thin line. Um, cause then the other thing is, is that you, the one thing I think that LinkedIn has that I've I've not seen anywhere else is that if you comment or you like someone else's picture or post Mm -hmm. or, um, it shows up on your feed. So you don't, so anything that you do, on LinkedIn can be seen by your entire connection network. And that throws me so much because it means that you always have to think what you like, what you, and what you comment, because, you know, not to say that you'd, well, there are certain people that would write, you know, awful things on social media, but you will be caught out, won't you, with LinkedIn, possibly more than you would with anything else, any other, um, social media yeah, platform. Yeah,
1: and, and uh, to me I think that's a great thing because it does, mm. you know, the, some of the stuff that I've heard that goes on over on Twitter, for example, because you can just put up, oh, you yeah. know, uh, you know, party girl 007 <laughs> as your Twitter. Handle, and <laughs> There's no verification needed, you know. Um, so you can say whatever you like and it's never traced back to you. Uh, well, I'm sure people know the back ends and, you know, the hackers and stuff mm. can do it, but you know the average Joe, such as myself on Twitter, um, I have no idea who that person is. So there is a there is a sense of anonymity in that. But um, uh, yeah, but on LinkedIn, of course, it's it's connected to your entire uh, professional career. So mm. you know, say what you will to your own peril, really. Um, it's kind of like when employees look up how many photos of you getting absolutely wasted on Facebook there are when they're looking to, to hire you or not. Yeah, you know, you're leaving you're leaving a digital footprint. Um, so I I love the fact that it is like that. Um, the only thing that I've I've heard that you can be a little anonymous for is actually my assistant found it. <laughs> And she said hmm. that um, when you do the open for work and you actually put out that you're looking for a new job, um, we had to have a talk after that. Oh, no. No, no, she wasn't. But you can find <laughs> a setting that when you click on the open to work, you can actually yeah. hide it from anybody that works at your current uh, place of, of employment. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know that yeah. was there. So, um, and then, yeah, we had to have a talk going, why were you looking? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's a really, that is a really good point. Not only do you need to be worried about that side of it, but also the, you know, when you see recruiters put, oh, there's a nice, there's a, um, we are seeking a, someone who would be great for this company. And then you see people underneath go, yep, I'm interested. <laughs> and you think, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Which just, you know, possible that it doesn't matter
1: to them because they've already told Their employer, or you know, even the employer's gone. Look, you've got three months until you're being made redundant. So you know, I guess it's possible that it can be very open. But um, yeah, I see. I'm always like on your on your profile at the moment. There's you know jobs being advertised to me, um, of course, on the right hand side all the time. And Mm. I I see some. I would have loved to have worked for Disney when that came up, but I would have had to move for Florida. (laughs) <laughs> but you see some great little um, enticements,
0: don't you? It's very mm. true. You do. I think that's it. Like LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a little bit more sophisticated than the other social media platforms I out do. there. Mm. Um, and because it is part of a profes- professional network, it does, or at least you want it to attract a different not even a different type of person, but actually more people that are in a different type of mindset. So what you would write on, as you say Twitter would be really different to what you'd write on LinkedIn, or at least that's what you hope. Um, yeah. You do see a lot of Facebook memes and uh, quotes, inspirational quotes mm-hmm. being shared, Um and then there's always the comments underneath it that will be a, along the lines of, this is becoming more like <laughs> Facebook every day. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, but do you see that as a bad thing or a good thing? Or do you think, that's, do you think that they are two separate?
1: Um, yes, I definitely think there's, there's two separate platforms. And I, and I love seeing when somebody's uploaded, you know, them dancing on TikTok or something and then they've, they've uploaded <laughs> it to LinkedIn. And there's not a positive comment there at all. Um, (laughs) I kind of love that because it's like, yeah, I don't want to see that either. I'll go to TikTok if I want to see that. Um, Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there's, to me, uh, quotes um, on my personal profile or if I'm um, building a profile for somebody else, so I'm logged in as them. Um, mm. And sometimes, you know, we've got, <laughs> we've got um, Firefox, Safari, Chrome open because I'm building multiples at the same time. But, um, <laughs> but what I do love to do is have a poke around because when you're in your own space, in your own little bubble on LinkedIn, the algorithms are highly customised. So what they're trying to do is match you with the content and the, you know the definition is content that you want to see by the people you care about. So it's trying to constantly match that. And so I get a lot of stuff to do with you know, say podcasting and marketing and LinkedIn and social media and and you know women in business and you know, that, those sort of flavors. But when I'm building the profile of an engineer, None of that is through their feed um and so it's it's really great to poke around somebody who's in an entirely different industry um and some of it you know when I'm building a lawyer's profile like I don't know what the heck most of the <laughs> the posts are about because <laughs> it's just it's just totally and utterly beyond me with all the the law talk and speak and stuff mm. but you know that brings you to another point of of you know, it's definitely, you know, the professional platform, but there's also people can go too far with uh, posting content on there that is relevant for their target market versus relevant for their peers as well. And I think that mm. that brings me to another way of standing out um, to answer your question from about 20 minutes ago, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, you know, quite often lawyers say, let's say a commercial lawyer, they are targeting, you know, the, the founders and the directors and, and business owners and all that sort of thing. But yet the they need to bring it down into layman's terms. We don't know the legal speak. We just want to know that you can draw up contact so that we have this joint venture with this other person and we don't get ripped off and we don't get stuck somehow with some clause we didn't understand. And... The posts that they put out is because they're so knowledgeable about it. Um, but do we need to know it at this level, at this starting Mm. point? Do we need to know that much detail? Um, and so you really, you really need to think not only on your LinkedIn profile, but in your content about who you're, you're putting that information out to. Can they even understand the jargon that you're that you're posting about? Yeah. Or there's another one that that ties into that.
0: Yeah, that is perfect. That is brilliant because it is one that, that is actually something that you don't think about. You're so busy looking at. Oh, I think this is, looks really good. I really want to post <laughs> this, or I really want to like this picture, and it is actually all about I, I, yes. I. And that is sort of sales one hundred and one, right? Oh, yeah. Where we actually need to be thinking: No, it's not about what I want. It's about what do people want to mm. see, and what not just what do people want to see? What do my people? Yeah. What do the people that are, that want to buy from me want to see? Yes,
1: yes. What do they? And what do they need to know and want to know as well? Um, um, yeah, yeah. And and LinkedIn is very much top of sales funnel. I, you know, in thirteen years, nobody's ever commented on my post with their credit card number. I, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it, it starts there and then, of course, messages start going back and forth and, you know, no amount of spam messaging and templated crap is going to work with that. Um, and then, of course, it moves on to phone calls or, or um, you know, Zooms these days and that's where mm. the magic happens. But, you know, it, it doesn't happen within a post on LinkedIn that just starts no. it. So those that are scheduling through Hootsuite and Buffer and never log in, you're also just going through the motions and you're not converting, I'm sure. Yeah. So there's another big don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't use yeah, schedulers. Uh, well, well, I suppose it's about being genuine. Them. Yeah. And it's a gen, it's, well, it's authentic reach, isn't it? It's actually, te- it's talking to people and finding out what they want. Yes, so, absolutely. Absolutely. yeah, it's not one sided. No, no,
1: and that, that's, that's, it's not the, um, the problem really. It's like kind of like the pitfall of a scheduling tool. Not that they're mm. bad at all. There's a, there's a few cons to them. Um, but they're not a bad thing. It's just when you get lazy and you're not even checking if anybody's, commenting so you're not responding and then you're not connecting and then you're not starting conversations which means you're not making any money (laughs) yeah so what was the point of the schedule to post in the first place that's it other than wasting your time effectively and causing more (laughs) noise on a noisy social media platform yeah and um duplicating it onto facebook and instagram and tiktok at the same time
0: Oh, I feel like I could talk to you for hours about this.
1: <laughs> there is much knowledge knocked, locked away in this this brain. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me to do my taxes at the end of the year, but LinkedIn stuff, I got
0: you. <laughs> Honestly, it's, um, I'm just conscious of time, but I, God, I could actually talk to you about this for hours because it is – it's just crazy how much our lives have been, especially with COVID mm-hmm. as well, how much our lives have, have moved online and, yes. you know, LinkedIn for so many people. I know that my, a big part of my work over the past year has been helping people through redundancy and, um, yeah. and the amount of people that have been stuck, you know, as you say, and we've said this before about, you know, just some people not even having LinkedIn yeah. profiles and working with them from the from the basics, absolute basics of LinkedIn all the way through. And yeah, it's just, it is a minefield and it is really overwhelming when you first, when you first start looking into the platform because it's, yeah, yeah, as in any kind of social media and then it's putting your views out there and what you like and having to think, you know, does this, can my employer see this or can my business contacts or potential Buyers see this, and yeah, it it definitely pays. I think you know, just from talking to you, just you know, today, it pays so much to know what you're doing when you're on those platforms and not just winging it. Yeah,
1: and and you know, from from experience, when I started my business all those years ago, now almost two decades ago, I I started as a marketing consultant, and then you know, two thousand and eight people started asking me what's this facebook thing and what's this linkedin thing and you know of course i just i just said ah it's never going to last don't worry about it <laughs> which is a true story um because because facebook wow. started with college students it was like well you know none mm. of the people i talked to are in college so who cares um you know so there was a, there was a little bit of that but um but it, it's kind of like you you just when when I first started doing social media, it was you know Facebook, Instagram wasn't even around, so it was Facebook, Google Plus. Remember that old chestnut? Um, yep,
0: that's not no, around. That's even, not around at all. Um,
1: And Facebook and LinkedIn, so they were the the big four, um, the only four really, because mm. even YouTube was a bit later. And um, and just knowing, like, because I've niched now, not only just to LinkedIn, but also to only the lead generation side of LinkedIn and not the career side. So it's like a double niche. Um, mm. I realized how shallow my knowledge was on all four of those platforms. So because it's very hard to keep up with all the latest features and the newest things and then, of course, LinkedIn don't tell you stuff um, that you can do with it or how it really, really helps to get um, you know leads or something like that without spending ad spend because that's their agenda. So they don't tell you some of the really great stuff. You, you have to find that out for yourself or or um, you know mm. some other way. But um, so now when when somebody is starting out on LinkedIn or any of the social media platforms, my biggest piece of advice would be to go to. Somebody such as myself that only does the one, because their knowledge is so deep, they won't jerk you around, and then move on to somebody that only does Twitter, and then move on to somebody who only does Instagram, because the the generalists are very shallow knowledge, and it's not to say that they can't give you some sort of results, but I can't tell you how many profiles I redo that were built by, like, a generalist marketing specialist and they're Mm. absolutely crap. They are absolutely crap. Um, There's words there, sure. (laughs) There's pictures there, sure. It looks complete, but it's doing them no favours and they're subject to every single spammer and, you know, the profiles don't convert sales and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Mm. So, Go for niche people in almost anything you do. There's my there's that's, my nugget yeah. for the day.
0: <laughs> well, it's the same as going to a GP versus somebody that's yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, trained. Yeah.
0: That makes complete yeah, sense yeah. to me. Plastic <laughs>
1: surgeons um, uh, are not general practitioners. <laughs> no.
0: No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I,
1: I took it to the extreme as I do, but yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. But no, that makes, it's, yeah, it's a really good, really good point. And you want some, I mean, if you're going to get, if you're going to get help, you want, you know, an expert to be able to be able to give you all the all yeah. the knowledge. Yep. Rather and, than, and quite often you know, people sort of end, the very yeah,
1: quite often people end up paying so much more because they keep going from person to person to person, trying to find the answer. They're wasting time yeah. and money. So yeah, just, just start with a specialist from the start.
0: There you go. That makes sense. <laughs> Gillian, thank you so You're much. Very welcome. Um, yeah, this has been as I say, there is so much knowledge in here, and we could talk for hours, <laughs> <laughs> but, but very conscious of your time as well um but yeah, thank you so much and lastly, I guess is there any how do people get in touch with you? how do people work with you contact we contact you um if they need help sure. with their LinkedIn. So
1: my LinkedIn profile is under my name. So Gillian Bullock with a J. Uh Bullock is in like Sandra Bullock, the actress. No relation, unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um <laughs> so yeah, it's just, you know, LinkedIn.com forward slash in and then Gillian up, uh, then another forward slash and then Gillian Bullock, same same format as normal. Um and you know, send me out a connection request, let me know that you heard me on this podcast. Um and We can have a chat from there um, or it's linkedinninja.com.au is another way. Um, Of course, from the website point of view. So easy peasy.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Gillian. No worries. Thank you for tuning into Winning in Work. If you like what you hear, then please subscribe or give us a follow and don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram under the handle Winning in Work.